Y'all are doing well. I believe that. Hello, everybody. It's Jay Renee. I hope that y'all are doing well on this lovely Friday. Okay, it's been a long week. Um, if you noticed last week I was away and it was a recorded show, you might have asked yourself, where was you when weren't you live? Well, I had to take some R and R. Okay, you know, I often talk about taking some R and R and making sure that you're doing okay. Okay, so I had to do that, and um, I needed it with some much needed rest. Okay, so much needed rest and relaxation. That's what R and R stands for. So I got me some much needed of that, and I'm back so I can keep up the good fight. All right, like I always tell y'all, we have to make sure that. We are taking care of ourselves so that we can give ourselves 100%, 110% sometimes to the fight. So what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, tonight we are going to talk about some good things. Okay. Um, we know that there's a lot of bad things going on in the world. We know there's a lot of things that we have to fight for, continue to fight for, a lot of things that we have to demand and continue to... There are some good things that have been going on. And what I mean by good things is, I mean, um, there are some people that have got justice that were treated poorly by the police or by prisons and things like that. We also have some people behind the G-Wall that's doing some amazing things, okay? So this show, we're going to try to talk about more positive stuff, okay? And um, once I present everything that I have for you guys, we're just going to have a little talk, just some talk about just nothing too heavy. Okay, we're gonna take this. We're gonna take this to the beginning of the month. Okay, this is when people are usually collecting their thoughts, um, putting their game plans and strategies together for the rest of the month. Those that are active in protest, we know that um, the end or uh, the beginning of the month, it starts new things, new projects, new things that you're trying to pursue. Pursue, excuse me, new objectives. So, let's start with some authors. So, um, I often get to read some books of some some gentlemen and that are behind the G-Wall. And I want to present some to you that I think that you should check out that are written by people that are incarcerated and some that are formerly so. So let me tell you about them. So the first book I want to tell you about is called Climbing the Mountains of Obstacles, okay? And it is by Abdul Alamin Latif, um, real good brother. This book is kind of like a self-help book. It, it helped you. Um, maneuver through this thing called life. You know, life can be very hard. Sometimes life can feel like you're climbing mountains. And sometimes life can make you feel like you're down in a little valley, make you feel like you're in a ditch, depending on what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So this book is just a uh, a book that, that helps you go through that. This brother is currently behind the G-Wall. We want to say congratulations to him for, you know, being able to put this out into the atmosphere. Again, it's called Climbing the Mountains of Obstacles by Abdul Alamin Latif. And you can find this book on Amazon. All of these books that I'm telling you, you can find on Amazon. Okay. Um. So next, he wrote a book. It's called Felon, the New Slur Word. Um, he's also behind the G-Wall right now. I want to say congratulations to him. He's working on making this an audio book. He hopes to have that um, coming to fruition pretty soon. Um, and this book is about the word, exactly what it's what it's called, right? Felon, the New Slur Word. So it talks about these words, felons. If you've um, been to my show before, 
excuse me, you've been here when I've talked about trying not to use words as inmate, offender, uh, felon, things like that, because these are words that were created to try to psychologically damage someone, right? If you call somebody something long enough, they'll believe that's what they are, you know? And remember, everyone that's incarcerated isn't a criminal. Everyone that's incarcerated isn't even guilty. So we want to keep that in mind. So that's another book. It's called Felon, the New Slur Word, and that's by Justin Guyton. Okay, that's something else that you can get off of Amazon. So another book, okay, from another one of my, my, my bros. I call him bro. Right? Timeless Thomas, he has a book. It's called 101 Things You Should Know About Jail. Okay, and that book is about exactly what the title says, 101 Things That You Should Know About Jail. It's a good book um, for people that have never been incarcerated, might, but are affected by incarceration through a loved one. It's a good book for them. It's a good book for, um, I would say, maybe a teenager preaching that you don't, you know, you're trying to them at life that might get them into prison. This might be something that would be good for them to read so they can see how it really is. This book is very real, raw. It tells you exactly what goes on there, what to expect. Um, and for those that's already in, it's something that they can use to assist them while they're in, as well as when they get out. Okay, there's things that you need to know. So again, that is by Timeless Thomas, and it's 101 Things You Should Know About Jail. So the, uh, the Dynasty series, okay. Okay, in this series, you have one, two, and three, and this is written by Dutch, okay, aka Kwame Teague, okay? He has a lot of books, but the reason why I'm talking about Dynasty series is because I think it is a book that most will really, really like. Um, if you are into uh, the, the, the family, crime family, family dynamic, um, great story, um, the plot is awesome. Twists and turns. This is something that you will definitely be interested in reading. And that is uh, the Dynasty series one, two, and okay. And all my bookshelf back there, all these books that I just said, I have all of these books. And all of these books are written by people that are incarcerated. Uh, three of them are incarcerated, and one of them is formerly incarcerated. So this goes to show you that you can get your literature out there. Um, for for your craft okay um there's another book that it will be coming out soon by kevin duane okay um everyone must pay i believe that's what it's called another dope book um that is a more gritty urban literature okay um you have a book hold on let me got i got some more books i gotta i gotta show love to more of my uh my books writers, because there's many brothers and sisters that are behind the G-Ball that are writing books. Um, all right, so we got James Wright III. We got The Paradoxes of Life. That's his book. You can get that at Barnes and Nobles and at Amazon, okay? Life, that's by James Wright III. That's another book that you want to get. I don't have that book yet, but it is in route. I can't wait to get it so I can read it. I read all the books that people send me. If you have a book that you want to send me, um, just let me know. I have uh, We have a P.O. box set up to where you can send 
books if you like to. So if you would like to send your book, if you're behind the GWAR or formerly incarcerated and you'd like to send your book for me to read so I can put it out there, just hit that number you see on the bottom of the screen where it's text, text 914-655-4993 and text books. Okay. And um, I'll, you know, we'll reach back to you. And, and let you be able to get your books to us. So we have other um, authors. Hold on, another brother. Now this brother, he has a lot of books. His name is Jay Brinkley. Jay Brinkley has a lot of books, okay? But I'm gonna try to just tell you some of his books that he has. He has a book, Revenge. The cover looks so cool. It's one of my favorite covers. Let me see if I can show it to y'all so y'all can see it. See that cover? Nice cover, right? Yeah. So that's by um, Jay Brinkley. All right. He has a book named Revenge. Like I said, he has a lot of books. Um, um, let me see. Never But Forever. Okay. Let me see what else he got. He's got a lot of books. O'Shea and Sanaa. I think that's what it says. One and two. Let's see what else. Okay, we have Afraid of Love, Ghetto Tales 1 and 2, and let's see, Tears of Evidence. So that's just to name a few, okay, of Mr. Jay Brinkley. Now, all of these brothers you can reach out to on Instagram. I'm going to give you your, give you their Instagram information if you're trying to see more about these brothers you can do that let's start with james Wright the third okay that's the one with the, the paradox book you can reach him on instagram under james Wright. that's w-r-i-g-h-t the t-h-a the letter three r-d james Wright the third okay that's how you reach him on instagram for his books for brinkley bringing it up give me a second all right, for Brother Brinkley, you're going to reach him at j.brinkley, that's B E R I N E 4, that's j.brinkley84. Okay, that's what the brother, that's the brother with the book Revenge. Um, for Kwame T, aka Dutch, you can reach out to him on Instagram at Dutch Rights, okay, D U. T C H W R I T E S. Okay, you can reach out to them. Okay, for Justin Guyton, and he's the one with the book Felon. Okay, you can reach him on Instagram under Rubber City underscore J. That's Rubber City underscore J. Okay, and for Abdul. For Abdul Amin Latif with the Climbing Mountains of Obstacles. Climbing the Mountains of Obstacles. Let me get it right now. I'm going to tell you how to get to him. And to reach out to him on Instagram, it's A-A-L-A-T-I-F-2022. Those is numbers, so it's 2022. So that's A A L A. T as in time, okay, I-F-2022. So that's how you reach out to those authors. So it doesn't matter if you're incarcerated. It doesn't matter if you're formally incarcerated. 
if you have talent, you can get your book out there. Okay, that just goes to show you proof. So congratulations to those brothers for having those published works. Okay, make sure y'all reach out to them if you're interested in their books. And all of the books that I just told you can be found on Amazon. Okay, we got L Bentley 448. Okay, he's currently incarcerated. He's behind the G-Wall. And he's got an album that's coming out this month. Okay, he has a whole album that's coming out. He has some singles that's out already. Okay, Truth Never Dies. I think might be my favorite. And then he got Innocence. I like both of them, but I think True Never Die might be my favorite. And you can find him under E-L, and then it's a space, B-E-N-T-L-E. I mean, excuse me, T-L-Y. And then a space, then 4-4. Like I said, he's got an album coming out under um, a record company called Die Jim Crow Records. Okay, it's called Die Jim Crow Records, and it's actually a nonprofit um, record label that caters to those that's incarcerated, and formerly so. So they actually go behind the G wall and record people's albums. Right? How dope is that? So I want to give a shout out to um, Die Jim Crow Records. BL Sherelle is over there. She's the deputy over there. Excuse me, the deputy. We got um, Elvins. He's over there. He's one of the founders of it. You know, so they're doing big things over there at Die Jim Crow Records. If you want to know more about Die Jim Crow Records, and if you're interested in maybe trying to link with them and see if you know they can put you on, um, you see that number, don't you? Nine one four six five five four nine nine three, and you want to text Die Jim Crow, and I'll send you information on that. Okay. Um, and it's, if it's not for you, if you have a family member that's behind the wall and they got some skill and if you can reach out on their behalf, holler at them and let them know. I'm sure they, they, they won't mind, especially if they're very serious about their music. So I want to give a congratulations to L Bentley 448 for his album that's coming out. I can't wait to hear it. Um, so far, all the singles that I've heard are really fire. I think that if you are a hip-hop lover, if you're a music lover, this is something that you're really going to enjoy. It's really well put together. So you want to make sure that you check it out. So what other great things are happening? So there are some other happening in the activism world. Now, sometimes we can fight and fight and fight and fight, and it seems like we're not getting any... Um, leeway or you could be fighting 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 and it seems like everybody else is getting justice besides whatever case that you're fighting for and that's why it's a marathon and not a sprint and we also have to remember that sometimes no matter how hard you fight it's you might it might not be something that you can win and 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 that's a lot on the heart and it's a lot on the mind and it's a lot on the spirit you know so you face yourself that's when self-care comes in and you know just being prepared, like hoping for the best, pushing for the best, putting your best foot forward, but knowing that this is real life and injustice does exist. Okay. So we just have to keep that in mind. But of course, we don't have that in the front of our mind because we want to fight for something. But we have to keep that, be mindful. But tonight's show is about when our activism does what it's supposed to do, when it gets word out there. when it helps get stories out, out there and actually make changes. This is why it's important for us as activists to continue to do this job. That's why it's important 
um, as community members to share what's going on because sometimes you need more, the more people that know, the more chance and justice that they'll have. So let's talk about some things. All right. So I talked about Dante Mitchell before. I actually had him on here before. Okay. He was petitioning for his life. He had been locked up for over two decades for a crime that he committed when he with 17 years old, where no one was physically harmed or injured. And they gave him 35 to 60 years, okay? So he's been petitioning for a while, as you can imagine, to 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 get his, to get clemency. So we're glad to say that he definitely got clemency, okay? His brother will be coming home in less than a week. He will be a free man after 23 years, okay? The outgoing governor did give him clemency. So, um, of course, we got to speak with him. If you want to check out the interview that I did with him, you can check on my Instagram under Prison Right to Check on my YouTube. Okay, it's called Jabonet. It's this little cartoon character look just like me. I think my hair was like this, too. I got a little scarf. It's cartoon look like me. That's me. All right, and you can find all the, the interviews there. But um, so one of the things that he is doing it's a program, a program called UFD, and UFD is for the community. It's to help the community take care of itself. But what it, it definitely gears to is those that are incarcerated and those that are affected by incarceration. Those that you know have somebody that's behind the G wall, you know, or ever has, you know that phone calls can get crazy expensive. Commissaries is ridiculously overpriced. Um, JPay, core links, all of that stuff, getting stamps and all that, all that stuff costs money. And they kind of take advantage of people wanting to talk to their loved ones. So they can pretty much charge these outrageous prices and stuff like that. And people got to fool with it if they want to talk to their loved ones. So UFD is something that not only supports the community for them or the sisters that are behind the G-Wall trying to support their family, it's also assisting families in being able to talk to their family members, support their family members, and not go broke behind it. So we're looking forward to him hitting the ground running. We're looking forward to see how UFD can grow, and we appreciate him. If you're interested in donating to him, okay, he is getting out. He got locked up at 17, and he's and you know he's got some things, some catching up to do. So he's looking for assistance from people to you know help him with a couple months rent while he get his his feet on the ground and get established. If you're interested in donating to his GoFundMe, all you have to do is what text that number. Hold on. I get right. Text in the right here, right there. Say right there. Say right there. Text that number nine one four six five five four nine nine three. Text Dante D I N T I E. Okay, if you text that to me, I will send you his GoFundMe link right to you. Okay, to be at the tips of your fingers. He's asking for whatever you have, you know, and he's gonna make it work. And and I believe in his brother. Um, for years, he has been helping others. For years, he has been selfless. For years, he hasn't asked for anything but for people to share his story. So I think that us as a community, us as activists, can definitely come to let, to come together and try to assist his brother how we can. So congratulations again, Dante. Can't wait to see you on this side of the G-Wall. So we have some justice for Elijah McCain. Okay, for those who don't know who Elijah McCain is, he was a young brother that was very special. Okay, he was definitely on the spectrum.
spectrum. He was murdered by the paramedics and the police. Okay, they held him down and they shot him with catamine, which is a very, very strong relaxant. It's a strong sedative. All the officers in that, all the officers and the paramedics that was there that evening, they were fired. And along with fired, they have all been charged with murder. So that's what's going on with that. Um, this is just the beginning. Now we have to make sure that we follow it through. I know that many of you have fought that fight, have made those, sent those emails, have been paying attention to this case. We're seeing it come into fruition. We're seeing the work that we're doing come into fruition. Now, I hate the fact that we have to work so hard to get the things that should easily come to us, which is justice which is due process and things like that. But while we're in a state where we have to fight so hard, we have to continue to give up, to do the fight. With us fighting this hard now is in hopes that our children won't have to fight this hard and their children won't have to fight this hard or our mind not, it doesn't stop with us. We have to think past us, past how it affects us because some of the stuff we do that we do, we're not gonna see any result from it in our lifetime, we'll be gone. But the work that we do now can benefit our children and our grandchildren and our grandchildren's children, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why what we do is very important. Okay. So we're getting some beginning justice for Elijah. We want to make sure that we keep looking at his case. Um, we have to keep our eyes on it. If we turn away, he the crimes. America has a has a a history of doing that. Okay, we're not crazy. We're just looking at what's going on, what's happening. You know what I mean? So um, we send love and light to his family. I know this is hard for them, but I hope that they get the justice that they deserve. Okay? So the DA in the Ahmad Aubrey case. Remember Ahmad Aubrey? He was um, in a little town of Georgia. He was running out for a run. Some overzealous racist decided to chase him because they believed that he was committing crimes in their neighborhood or maybe they just wanted to chase a black person who knows because we don't know why they did it but what we do know is that they chased this young man down cornered him um and killed him killed him in cold cold blood in broad daylight okay um shot him with a shotgun they chased him down like something you see in a bad movie that's talking about things that happened back in the 40s, 30s, 50s, 60s, okay? It was caught on film by one of the perpetrators. I don't know why he recorded it, but I'm glad that he did because, again, America has a habit of letting criminals get off, not only when they're on camera, but especially when there's no video proof. So it seems like that, the DA in that case. So what did she do? Excuse me, I got off a little awkward. So the DA in that case, you ever heard of this thing called the little boy system? She was trying to do some good old boy system stuff. So what is the good old boy system? The good old boy system is when uh, people try to get their people off just because that's, that's their people. Even if they're a crook, murderer, killer, uh, whatever they are, they try their best to get them off. And it's called the good old boy system. And it's a system that's worked for hundreds of years and it still works in some places, you know, where it's not exposed, but that happened there. So this DA was trying to cover up the crimes of these men because she knew them. 
And guess what? She got caught because there were eyes on this case. Because this happened. This case didn't just happen this year uh, or 2020. You know what I mean? The case had happened and it came out to the masses. This is why it's important. What we do is important. This is why sharing the information is important. This is why getting out to many people as you can is important. Because the more people who eyes is on it, the less they are able to get away with their crimes. If one person saw it, and unless depending on who that one person is, they're might gonna get away. But when a hundred people see it, a thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand, two million, five million, you see what I'm saying? It it forces them to do something about it. It forces them to hold people accountable. So this DA got caught doing the wrong thing because and the fact that all of us had our eyes on it, those that have been watching this case from the beginning. This is why she's being charged now. Okay. Keep your eyes on this case. Remember, we can't look away. We gotta make sure that we fought marathon. It's not a sprint. I want to send love and light to his family. I know they're having a hard time, but I hope this is the beginning of justice for them. So someone else. Okay, so you remember the case of um Dante Wright. Okay, he was murdered by a police officer. Her name is Kim, what is it? Kim Potter, it looks like. Kim Potter, right? She's a former officer, so she's already been fired. But she's got an additional charge of first degree manslaughter of Dante Wright. Now, this was the case of where she shot him with her firearm and then said that she thought it was her taser. Um, two different things looks totally different the weight's totally different if i'm not mistaken it might be on two separate sides of her body you know um a load of crap <sighs> guess what she's not going to get away with her crimes it seems it seems like justice is beginning to happen in this case okay first degree murder okay for shooting that young man Seems like justice is on its way. Remember, again, I'm going to keep saying it. Keep your eyes on it. We can't look away. Because as soon as we look away, what happens? As soon as we look away, that's when they start doing the wrong thing again. So we got to make sure that we keep our eye on it, okay? Again, we're going to send love and light to his family. Hopefully, this is the beginning of the justice that they really deserve. Um. um Okay, this is a throwback case. In uh, 1949, seven black men were executed for a rape that um, they were found guilty for. Well, Wednesday, they were pardoned for that crime because they never committed it. All right. Now, I know that they're gone. Their family has had to deal not only with the loss of their loved one, but also uh, it's like... In in the world, your name is everything it's in this digital age now. But even back then, like your family's legacy and stuff like that matters. So the fact that these men were pardoned and 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 it's on the record that they never committed these crimes is a very important thing. I hate the fact that they had to be executed. I hate the fact that they were executed. I hate the fact that justice wasn't served and seven innocent people were killed. That's one of the major 
reasons why I'm not with the one. I don't think that we have the right to kill people. And two, what when they get it wrong? The system fails. They aren't always right. So what do you do when they get it wrong? It's like, oops, can't say, oops, sorry. We didn't mean to kill that guy. He wasn't it. It's not that simple. So, you know, I'm glad that their names got cleared. I'm sure this has been a long fight for their family. That's 1949. Now, that's a marathon. See what I'm saying? Now, the people that fought for 1949 might not even be here anymore. But what they did, the fight that they did, the the, the fight that they started and gave the baton to those following them is the reason why this happened now. Is the reason why on Wednesday they got pardoned for these crimes that they never committed. The fight, our jobs are important. But it's not a sprint, ladies and gentlemen. 1949. That's a long time ago, right? People that was fighting back for this in 1949, probably not even here. Their grandchildren here, their children. And they're finally seeing the, the fruits of their labor. So don't give up on something. Don't give up on something. You know, stay, stay to the fight so you can pass the baton. All right. So more guards have been charged in the, in the abuse that happened in the woman's prison in New Jersey. A couple of nights ago or a couple of Fridays ago, I have reported and showed some videos of what happened in Jersey women's prison. Those women were assaulted. I believe broken limbs had occurred, black eyes, busted lips, concussions, and things like this. Like they had completely lost their mind and was treating these women as if they had no common sense and decency. Well, they didn't have any common sense and decency, did they? Because they actually did it. So it's not like they didn't. They actually didn't. It ain't like they didn't. They didn't. Okay. They treated these women inhumanely and violently aggressively, sadistically, and we have more people that are being job, good job, something's being done right. You know why? Because we're in their shit. We're in their business. We're on their next. We're not letting them just get away with it. We have to stay on top of them. We have to stay on top of them. So, so far, we have 10 guards that have been charged for the crimes against these women, and it's slowly growing, okay? And this... um. This place is called Edna Mahan Correctional. It's in New Jersey. More officers are being charged. So we are definitely happy about that. And we hope that all the guards get charged because they all deserve to be charged. If they was there and had a part of it, part in it, they deserve to be charged. All right. And that's just a few of the things that is going on. What else is going on that's positive? Um, Shaka Shakur, he was a brother that I spoke about that was on a hunger strike. He wasn't getting his medical aid that he needed in his medicine. Um, they were keeping his books from him and writing utensils and things like that, making it very, very hard for him to communicate. He is no longer having to do the hunger strike, that they are helping him with his medical care, that he is slowly getting his items back. And he's hoping to be moved, okay? He's hoping to be moved. We're hoping that that brother gets that. We hope that he does get to move um, away from the facility that he's in. 
and he's been having a really hard time. I mean, you have to think about it. Someone that is willing to starve themselves for a change to keep those nutrients from themselves. There has to be something that's, you know what I mean? So we're glad that that brother is out of that situation. So why did I want to do something a little different tonight? Um, I want to remind people, and I need to remind myself too, you know what I mean, of the fruits that come from these hard work. Because sometimes, man, like that one case, 1949, in 1949, there were people that were fighting for these brothers. That's the marathon that it is. Here we are in 2021, and they just now getting the justice that they deserved. Sometimes some of the work that we do, we're not going to see nothing come from it in our lifetime. Our children might not either, but we want their children to at least. We have to keep up the good fight, right? We have to stay on the grind. That's why I also tell you to pace yourself. You're not going to be able to go to every protest. You're not going to be in a meeting. You're not going to be able to spread yourself so thin. You have to pace yourself. And there's a level of guilt that comes with not being able to do everything. But you have to know. So that's why. You put your, your best foot forward so that way you can have faith in knowing that you're doing your part, that you're doing your part. Like today, it was a protest that I wanted to go to and I couldn't go. I really, really wanted to go. I couldn't be there. So since I couldn't be there, I was on the live, you know, I watched the live and I shared it. I did my part because sometimes you can't be boots on ground. You got to be somebody that's sharing it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you might can't share it. You might have to be somebody that's talking about what's going on. You know what I mean? Everybody has a different part in this fight against injustice. You just have to find your, your place. You got to find your place and you got to find your pace. Your pace might be like this. You can do that. Everybody pace ain't going to be like a little slower. Don't don't condemn them because they can't meet, meet your speed, okay? And try not to be jealous if you can't meet somebody else's speed. As long as you're doing it from your heart, you're doing it for the right reason, you're going to be okay. But sometimes your heart going to get broken. Your heart get broken in this. You know what I mean? There's been times that I've cried. There's been times that I've been frustrated. There's been times that I've been angry. There's times I couldn't eat. There's been times I couldn't sleep at night. There's been times all I wanted to do was sleep. You got to pace yourself. You got to take time away. Okay? So what are some things that you can do? So a lot of people, like I said, you can feel guilty for not being at everything. And when you have that guilty feeling, you know, that's your good heart. You want to give, 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 right? When you get that guilty feeling... It makes you work too hard sometimes. It makes you work to the point where you're burning yourself. You have to pace yourself because if you're not okay, you can't put your best foot forward and get this work done, right? So you have to get to the point where you have to take some time off. Some people might be able to do that every week. One day a week, they don't do nothing. 
If you can do that, do it. Maybe it's every two weeks. Maybe it's once a month. If you don't, if you feel like you can't do that, at least try to get you in an hour a day. One hour. Can you get one hour eating or showering when you're actually taking some time to yourself to decompress, take a deep breath. Do something that you enjoy. Play a video game, take a walk, create some art, make some music, do a freestyle. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, go swimming, go hiking, go on a run. You know what I mean? Go to the dollar store and buy stuff. Some people like, you know, retail therapy. Do something for yourself. Do something to give back to yourself because you deserve it. You deserve you deserve it. Yeah, you. You deserve it. If you out here putting your best foot forward and you're fighting for yourself and you're the voice of the voiceless and, and you're putting in these hours making phone calls and doing emails and whatever it is that you're doing. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to get you a day. It's okay to get you an hour. It's okay to get you half a day. It's okay. You deserve it. You deserve it. You're doing the hard work. You deserve it. Even engines need brakes. If you keep running, 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 running engine, running, running, running something, it burns out faster. It burns out quicker than if it's taking brakes if you turn it off sometimes. Maintenance. If you run, 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 run your car and you don't put no maintenance in it, what's it going to do? Engine going to blow up. Then you got a new engine. That's your car. You can get a new engine. You can't get a new heart if your heart give out because you didn't have a heart attack. You can't get a new brain if you have a stroke because you're stressing and, 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 and spreading yourself thin. Self-care is very important, right? And then we want to make sure we're checking on our buddies, right? You want to make sure you're checking on your comrades. You ever heard the saying, they said, check on your strongest friend? That's a real thing. Check on your strong friends. We be tired, Joe. We be trying to be strong for everybody else, and we don't be wanting nobody to know that we're not okay, and we just trucking and trucking and trucking, and then one day we call you and just bust out crying. You don't know what to do. Like, I, I've never been here. It happens. Our strong friends be needing us. Sometimes we're the strong friend, you know? So um, one of my one of my comrades, one of my sisters, that I, you know, fight with injustice, fight against injustice with. She, you know, she she pulled me up on game. She wasn't doing too well and nobody had checked on. Now we all going through our own stuff, you know. But just sometimes you gotta pay attention. Pay attention to pay attention to where someone is very active in a fight or active in social media just disappears. And doesn't let anybody know. Just saying, hey, just checking on you. You good over there? It take five seconds sometimes. Sometimes you never know how your kind word or just looking off of somebody can change the whole day around. Can make sometimes it can make people's life worth living. You don't know how many times something kind that you've done or reaching out to somebody in my life. They might have been on the brink of committing suicide or doing the wrong thing. And you contacted them, and that's what they needed right at that minute. For real, that's that's a real thing that be happening. You know what I mean? 
So make sure y'all take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Now we have a weekend. I believe Labor Day is coming up. I don't keep up with these um holidays anymore. Ever since I got out of the military. I don't keep up with the holidays anymore. So I was reading a message. I can't read and talk anymore either. I feel like I used to could, but I probably never could do it. <laughs> it just don't make sense to me now that I'm older, so I realize I can't. So what else? So this is a book. I think it's in, it might be backwards, y'all. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, The Invisible Man by by Ralph Ellis. Read fiction anymore. Um, but this is a book that I read every 10 years. The first time I read it, I was 21 years old. And the second time I was 30. And I'm about to read it again because I just turned 40, right? And the reason why I'm showing y'all this book is because I think that anyone that is an activist, anyone that's in the community trying to maintain body that is just of color should read this book. And then after you read it, put it down and read it again. A lot going on in this book, but I think it's definitely something that is worth to read. Every time I read it, I, I get something different from it. And the reason why I picked 10 years is because I feel like in 10 years, it's a, uh, and some maturity that I could have went through. From 20 to 30, I grew. From 30 to 40, I've grown. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to reading it and see where I'm going to get out of it at 50. Lord, hoping that I make it to 50. But this is a good book I think that y'all should read. Yeah, man, we have to make sure that we're taking care of each other out here. And we have to celebrate our wins. All right. When we see justice being served or things like that, we have to to celebrate those times. We have to appreciate them and understand what they are. They come from somebody's hard work and dedication. It comes from someone's long night. It comes from someone making those phone calls, sending those emails. That's where it's coming from. So, you know, it's OK to 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 enjoy those moments. And knowing that we're actually progressing. Because sometimes, man, it can seem like you're not getting nowhere. There's a situation right now. There's a few situations in my hometown of Wilmington, Delaware, that's going on. That is like, man, it's like, why can't we get justice? Why we got to fight so hard? When it comes to Jimmy McDowell, his case, what happened to him in 2015, and his family and his loved ones are still fighting for justice for him. With all the evidence that it seems so clear, still fighting, still fighting. Then we have Yahim Harris, who was shot. He's still alive, but he's going to have PTSD for however long, maybe his whole life. He's going to deal with pain from his injuries his entire life. And his mother's got PTSD from that. Can you imagine being a mother and the police come and ransack your home and then after they find nothing, tell you that your son's been shot? Come on, man. 
those things can be frustrating, you know? And then we got Lamar Moses, the thing that's going on currently. This young man was murdered by police January of this year. Everyone there, the attorney general, everybody acts like they're going to be so helpful. And here it is eight months later and ain't no help been helped. Ain't nothing happening. Ain't nothing shaking. Ain't nothing going on. Frustrating, it seems, right? You're still fighting. Still fighting. That case, what was that, 1948? Let me make sure that I got the date right. 1949. Just now getting justice in 2021. That's where that marathon part comes in. It's going to be hard sometimes. Sometimes you're going to want to quit. Sometimes you're going to want to slap all your comrades. Sometimes they might want to slap you. Okay, sometimes you're going to want to go to the top of a mountain and jump off it. Sometimes you're going to want to dig a hole and jump in it. Sometimes you're going to want to say, forget all of this. I don't want to do it no more. Because it pulls on your heart and it pulls on your mind and your spirit, man. That's why everybody can't do this. It takes special people to fight for others, man. It takes really special people to fight for people that you don't know. But you will. You will see some fruits of your labor. You just have to stick to it. Like I said, you will see something. It might not be in your it might not be in this lifetime. The children to see it, your children's children. You can't think about it just like what can I and I, I mean and you can though. There's things that you can tackle. They be like, I need this done now. I want to see it now. There's things that you can tackle to do that. If that's your lane and you like the quick turnaround stuff, knock it out. But there's some that need to hold on. There's some that don't give up fight. If you know it's right, if you know in your, your heart of hearts and your minds of mind that what you're fighting for is right, keep fighting. Don't stop. Keep saying those names. Keep saying her name. Keep saying his name. Keep talking about what happened. Let more people know. That's that marathon part. You're going to get tired sometimes. When you get tired, you take your break. Yeah, You take your break when you get tired. Sometimes you only more than one day, depending on how rough you went on yourself. You might need a few days, and that's okay. You got to let that guilt go. You can't be at every protest. You can't be on every Zoom. You can't write every email. But the ones that you can, you give 110% to. You got to let that guilt go. I used to, man, I used to have that guilt really bad. Like it was our body. I'm running myself ragged. I'm running myself ragged, my car ragged, my pockets ragged. Because I get so much anxiety and, and sadness and anxiousness. And, and when I can't, when I feel like I can't do something, but I can't do it. Pushing myself. You can push yourself into a sickness like that. You can push yourself into a deathbed like that. You got to pace yourself. Pay attention to your body. Pay attention to your heart and your soul. You'll know when you need to take a break. You'll know when you need to. We usually ignore that and keep on going and going and going and going and going. You can't do that. 
you got to take care of your engines. You got to keep take care of the engines of your heart, the engines of your mind, the engines of your spirit. Because if you overwork them and work them and work them with no breaks, they give out on you. We don't want nobody giving out. We got a long race to run. There's some things that we're going to see in our lifetime. And there's some things that we're not. But I'm prepared for the fight that y'all are too. If you haven't added me, please, please do. All right, you can see my little ticker right here at the bottom. If you want to add me, you can add me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under The J Renee. Okay, and you can link with me on those places. I'm very active on Facebook. Um, I'm active on Instagram. I'm getting back to Twitter. Twitter used to be my thing. That's what I started. Um, but I'm not as active on Twitter as I used to be. But I'm trying to work on that. I'm trying to get better with that. Um, you can definitely add me. Reach out to me. You can add me. But then, okay, um, if there's any information that you need from me, okay, see that number right there, right? 914-655-4993. I'm going to know about heart one day. I'm getting there, slowly but surely. You can text that number for any information that you want. If there is a particular case that you're interested in, anything like that, reach out to me. If you've seen me talk about it, I have information for you. All you have to do is reach out, and I'll be able to get you this information. Okay? I hope that you all have a great weekend. I hope that y'all be safe. Enjoy your family. Enjoy time, y'all. Enjoy some life. You don't have to work, 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 work all the time. You can enjoy, you know what they say? What they say? Slow down and smell the flowers. Something like that. Y'all know the saying. Slow down and, and smell the flowers a little bit. Go do something that you like. No, life is very short, man. Life is very short. We got work to do. But in the midst of doing your work, you also want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Okay. So what am I going to talk about next week? Next week. Next week, we're going to go back to regular, meaning I'm going to be talking more about the activism across the nation, um, things that people can get involved in. I'll have different cases, um, different names, and of course the same number that you'll be able to hit up and get information things. If there's anything in particular that you would like for me to look into or speak about, or if you want to speak to me about something, you can definitely reach out to me on any of my social medias. You can also hit this number and put um, J. Renee. Yeah, put J. Renee in there and someone or myself will send you some information on how to um, link with me. I also do interviews for those that are incarcerated and formerly so. So if that's something that you're interested in, you want to make sure that you do. Oh, um, we have a rally this Sunday at Parchment. It's at 3 p.m. Dun, dun, dun. There is the flyer, okay? Sunday, September 5th at 3 p.m. The address, as you can see it, is 726 Byron Street, Ruleville, Mississippi, 38771. All right, they're going to be speaking the truth to Barch. The rally in Ruleville, we definitely invite you. We hope that you can make it, okay? You want to make sure that you bring your mask. Bring you some comfortable shoes. Have them on your feet. Comfortable shoes on your feet, 
bring your mask and bring you a water source, at least a couple of bottles of water. I would suggest that you bring. If you can bring some hand sanitizer, bring that too. I usually take my own hand sanitizer to places. That's okay. In the day and age we live in, no one's going to be offended if you're hand sanitizing it up and you got your mask on. Do what you got to do to stay safe. People are dying and you want to make sure that you're protecting yourself, okay? So you're definitely invited to that. So yeah, next week's show will be back to normal. I do plan on having um, the man that I talked about that album is coming out, L. Bentley. 48 will be my guest next week and next week we're going to be right back on the grind we're going to be talking about this work that needs to be done and the things that we need to take care of i just wanted to make sure that we took a breather like i said it's the beginning of the month and i wanted to just put something positive out there something positive um we could always be talking about what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong but i think it's important to put out what's thing of every month that I get to do this show. That's what I'm going to do. The first Friday of the month, I'm going to be putting out positive stuff. I'm going to be putting out our wins, the things that, um, you know, officers being held accountable, uh, profile cases that we've seen and that we're getting um, resolutions to. So that's what I'm going to start doing the first of every month. But it's about that time. I know I'm seven minutes short. Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> but I hope, hope that you um, enjoyed this. Please be sure to share. You can share this video anywhere. You want to make sure you add Plus Nation Party. Okay. Make sure that you add me. All right. Add my The J Renee page. Um, add me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I would love to hear from you. Please reach out. Make sure that you add um, Plus, and you'll be able to see all of their shows when they come out. Make sure you add them on YouTube as well. That way you can get notifications of when the show is on. So this is my time. I appreciate you, and this is signing off. Enjoy your weekend.